0: Steve Mathis production.
1: Check it out, Pulp MX fans. We're proud to announce iPhone users can now get the official Pulp MX app from the App Store and have archives, show drops and technical info, stories, and even exclusive bonus Pulpcast not available anywhere else. As always, use the Mathis code at btosports.com. And when buying from Amazon, click the banner on pulpmx.com to show your support. Of the Steve Mathis show, there is a high chance of you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking uh, or make you say to yourself, Dude, that's so funny. The bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview. Welcome to the Racer X podcast show brought to you by BTO hosted by Steve Mathis. Welcome to the bto RacerX Racer X podcast show. I'm your host Steve Mathis. Uh, it is 12:23 uh, a.m. on Tuesday morning. Uh, with me in studio David Pingree.
0: Yes. It's yes. late. We it just
1: is. We just wrapped up uh show. We did. And we wrapped up a classic commentary yes. for Pulpa Check. Kenny Watson is left.
0: And, and his and 300 it, Chrysler.
1: Yeah pimped out you and him got into a debate on the street in front of my house about cars
0: hey you know what it's a depreciating asset it's a piss poor investment i don't <laughs> care what kind of deal you get on it you buy a new car you've just given money away just wasted it but he's still single yeah he's trying to you know find himself a no, i think he's
1: got a chick now but yeah whatever
0: Well, whatever um when you're married and you're you you don't plan on not being married what the hell's the point yeah you got a functional, uh, economical car that gets you from point A. Like to point say eight.
1: a Toyota Corolla or something. I mean, something.
0: you know, it's, that'd be a great car. Right? Yeah, so, it'd um,
1: be a good, good car. Good car. Um, you might want to tint the windows in it, but uh, tint them,
0: them tint black. Yep. Like um, Ray Charles glasses, black. Uh,
1: uh, but yeah. So tonight, you you did the Pulpomex show. How was it? How, what'd you think? Thanks for coming up and doing it.
0: Um, it's fun. It's fun. We First time you
1: heard. ever listened to one.
0: I have never heard it. <laughs> I've always texted you during the show. Yes. Pick up your phone. Why aren't you answering your phone? Right. Doing a show. Uh,
1: And you can see now.
0: But but in your defense, I don't listen to any shows. Like, I just – I don't have time.
1: Right. And when I get industry people telling me they listen to the show, I'm like, really? Like, I don't have time for a a three-and-a-half-hour show.
0: But, you know, I don't commute anywhere. I think – like, I got some buddies, and they – like, my one guy, he – he looks at houses, but he buys, you know, old beat up and repo houses. And so he's, he drives all over Southern California and he listens to everything. Yeah. Any pod podcast he can get because yeah. you get sick of the radio. Right. You can only hear,
1: yeah. you know. That's a good point.
0: Rihanna, whatever, on the radio so many times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got a good point. Um, I get it a lot, uh, a lot of commutes and a lot of, I'm in the gym and I'm laughing out loud on the treadmill. I'm on the gym. I don't know anything about that, but that's what I get.
0: Really? Listen yep. to us. Yeah. Motivate you to run? I guess
1: I get a lot of that. Trust me. Right. Um, but you can see the uh, the show. Uh, anyway, yeah. It Kenny Watson. Time. Yeah.
0: It's interesting in here. All right. Kenny is a. Uh, those Kenny.
1: those sort of tension moments that you saw that you looked over at my wife or at tits, those were real. Like we get into it. Yeah. Yeah. He.
0: So you've told me a couple times like he'll walk out and miss a show because he's mad or whatever. I I get it now. It happens easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You understand. Yeah. For sure. No, that happens for sure. But, uh, yeah, thanks for doing it. Appreciate it. And uh, in this podcast, uh, uh, well, we can just uh, we can cover the, a lot of the bases, I guess. Um, what are you doing now? Right now? First of all, I guess. Let me just say, I'm surprised, uh, and not to toot my own horn here, our horn. Toot, toot. But I'm surprised how popular the podcast with myself and you and Jason Wigand are. If we miss a, ri- a week, you probably don't hear about it because you don't. You're not know, uh, sort of the main I, source of communication. I see the but, tweets,
0: but right, People were very upset. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, they really like it. It's a good three-way thing.
0: So, well, that, that sounds incredibly gay, but yeah, yeah. Uh, nah. I, I think it's a you know we each bring something different, like a different perspective, and right, um, especially when we're kind of going over the races, you know, we can you know rehash all the little details, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. I d- wish it was easier for us to, it's really hard for us all, you know, with him on the East coast and right. we all, you know, yeah. he and I have kids, uh, and you're telling you have me. all these dogs to walk. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I need to paint a mental picture for anyone out there. Just imagine a house full of Basset hounds. They're laying everywhere. Like cats, like a crazy old cat lady, <laughs> but they're Basset hounds.
1: But <laughs> You gotta realize there's only four of them, even though you keep thinking there's more. <laughs> no, nah,
0: I swear there's 24 in you're here. You're like,
1: is this one? Did I see this one? Is this one new? No, no, that's the same one.
0: <sighs> ah, they're good dogs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know was there was. See, yeah, I, oh, didn't even know, I, I didn't even know there was one right here. No, they're everywhere. <laughs> Don't step anywhere. <laughs>
1: um. Uh, so what's going on, David Pingree? What's happening? You, we touched a little bit on the show. You're, uh, you're going for your, you're trying to be a fireman, and, uh, and you, but you got to get a lot of paramedics courses, a lot of. Training in CPR,
0: or whatever, or whatever, whatever that's <laughs> called. You have no idea what you're talking.
1: About.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, I, it's you know, twelve thirty. I, yeah. I love this industry. I'll always be involved in this industry somehow. But it's really tough. Uh, you could back me up on this to have a career where you know, do it where you're doing something in this industry that's, and you have an income that's steady, that's reliable. That right. it doesn't exist. If you're going to be in this industry with the exception of a rare handful of people, it's volatile, man. I mean, there's people like, when this whole economy took a crap, like, who, who was the guy uh, at Cowie that got clipped after, like, 100 years he'd been there? Norm. Norm Bigelow, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys like that, it's like, you're thinking, really? I mean, how, how does this guy get clipped? It's just, this this industry is built on just expendable income. Yeah. If people don't have it. It goes away. It shrinks. Yeah. So I just, I wanted to do something different. I wanted a new challenge anyway, and this, this is just something that grab me you know my father-in-law's a, a battalion chief so i, I kind of was introduced to it through him and started in 2008 you know just there's a difference what, between and was me. it
1: just the fear of not being able to take care of your family like well it's like
0: you know what am i going to do the rest of my life I, I i got a long time still i got you know 25 <laughs> more years of working what yeah. am i going to do for 25 years right and with racer x i love writing and you know but I, it's you can only do so much there especially from california i'm not going to make yeah the kind of money i want to make or you know what i mean have the stability that way or managing a team i'm not going to the travel is crazy as a a guy with a family and a wife if you want to keep a wife you know you're not going to go away 20 weekends a year right and be at the shop crazy hours like you need to be if you're going to be a good manager so i just you know i needed I, i needed to find something i was passionate about that i could do and and there would be some stability and a future in it. And this is something I did. Once I got into it a little bit, I I just, it's what I want to do for sure. So Hmm. yeah, EMT school. Then I got a job uh, with the fire department as a reserve. Then I went to paramedic school, which is what I just finished, which was tough. And um, now it's just kind of a matter of waiting for departments to start hiring again. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now.
1: Yeah, It. uh, I mean, it doesn't sound like fun to me having a regular job like that. You know, like, hey, I'm a fireman.
0: Yeah, but it's not a regular job. That's what's great yeah. about it. Okay. I mean, you got friends that are firemen, right? Like yeah, fireman Ron. Ten days a week. Loves it. It's, it's a really cool schedule. Ten it gives you a lot month. of free time. Ten, ten
1: days a month. You said ten days a week.
0: <laughs> it's late. <laughs> just, uh, the math doesn't even add up on that. What was that? <laughs> That's <think>? crazy. <laughs> it is 1230 at night, so it gave yeah. me a little slack. But ten days a month. Yeah. So lots of time, you know, to do other things, spend with your family. And the work like it probably seems a little nutty at first, like who wants to roll up on the scene of a car crash, you know, with, but yeah. when you once you you know, now that I've got the schooling and that it intimidated me at first. I was like, Man, I don't know if I can do that. Right. But once you have the schooling and like you know what to do, right, it, it becomes cool. Like, I know what to do. Oh, this guy's hurt, I know I know how to help him, you know, like right, right, right. that's cool yeah. now.
1: You're yeah, like Gandhi.
0: Well, no. Oh like Gandhi, but okay. it's like a, a car mechanic. Or, let's say, an air bike mechanic. Oh, yeah. And a bike comes in, it's sputtering and popping, and you're like, ah.
1: Oh. I'd go ask Bob Oliver.
0: <laughs> okay, well. Somebody else. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: Sorry, this isn't getting anywhere I'm me. I'm not getting anywhere, but anyway.
0: <laughs> no, I it, got it. It's made yeah. it cool, you yeah. know, and the fire stuff to me is fun. Right. I mean, uh, the whether it's a car fire or, a, you know, a rescue stuff, it's just, yeah. that's the fun stuff to me.
1: Besides the traveling, in, the, in, in if you're going to the races, and besides, like, say – that key group of people that you talked about that are doing well, people would be very surprised at the uh, low amounts of salaries that are paid in the industry, correct?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> to me, <laughs> when, I, when I was working in <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, right. like I said, I know there's guys that do make good money, um, but even yeah. most of those could change or go away in a heartbeat.
1: Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher. Wins two titles.
0: Piss one person off. You could have the greatest year in that team's history, maybe. I I
1: think about that because the guy was there for 20 years. Cowie R&D gave a lot of his heart and soul to making the product of Kawasaki better. Just when he was at R&D. Takes over the race team. Does everything he can. Maybe he's a little different duck. He is. A little different guy to talk to, but nice guy. Does everything he can delivers championships, and wins to the race team. Yeah. See you later. Fired. Yeah. That gets me depressed. Like, you know, with the Norm thing, like what you said. I, like, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I mean, that's just nuts yeah. to me a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. So that that's kind of what you're doing. And, and, you know, even myself, I am making a, a nice living doing this, but I have a lot of jobs. I have a lot of work. Yeah. I work a lot. So it's good for me. I'm pumped. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But if you're just but like see, saying. And,
0: and But your position too, you don't have kids and you're married. But like if you guys have sort of, you don't want to have kids, right? You yeah, guys have yeah. talked about yeah, that. And yeah, like yeah. if she knows this is what you do and you, and you don't mind the travel that much or whatever, yeah, then you're good. I I couldn't stand being away from my kids that much. Right, right. And my wife couldn't stand either. <laughs> like she was not going to put up with it. So right. it just wasn't working for me.
1: Could you have done something else at Troy Lee? Well, like what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, painting helmets.
0: Definitely not that. I I've got no artistic skills that way. You know, I <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe I get into marketing or something. But I, I don't have any education in that, and no. I don't know. Okay, that that didn't interest me. But I guess it's a bottom yeah, line. I want to yeah, yeah. do something too that I'm passionate about. Right. I don't I don't want to just do something just because. That was something. The fire service is something that, like, the more I got into it, I'm like. I like this. You know, yeah. that I, I really could really, do this this. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, 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 okay. Good for you. It's good that you found that. I myself, uh, you know, I don't know. That seems like a real job to me, like a
0: regular real job. But yeah, but dude, no, no day is the same. I get to yeah. work out every morning. That's like part of your job, you know? Yeah, I hear
1: that. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. If you've ever hung out in a firehouse too, it's like, it'd be like us hanging out right here. This yeah. is, yeah. this is the firehouse. Every maybe every hour or no something. You you Dalmations. <laughs> they don't even have that anymore. But like it was be you just hanging out with a few of your buddies. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And you well, go my, run some my calls my together buddy, and maybe Fireman, get lunch and
1: Fireman Ron, very upset. They hired some uh five years ago. They hired some female dispatchers in the next room uh-huh. to work at the fire hall. No porn allowed in the in the firehouse anymore.
0: Oh that's that's been out yeah, that where does he live? Where's he working? Oh yeah. The, yeah. No, it's that went away out of here a long time ago. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it's about five years now. My buddy Ron—they've not been able to a bunch of grown men have not been able to gather around a TV and watch porn together.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man, yeah. Well. Which to me, I mean, hey, everybody's got their you know their tipping point. On. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, sounded like a good time though. I mean, and they barbecue. They'd all go to the grocery store. They'd barbecue and, and and you know once in a while they have to go. And this is in Victoria, Canada, which is a super slow. Yeah. Slow life city. Uh, yeah. Uh seventy thousand people maybe? Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. Small town. Yeah. Department, yeah. Yeah. But uh sounded good. Yeah. Except for the porn.
0: <laughs> you know. uh, I'm not really into porn, so for me that's fine.
1: <laughs> you can go to Victoria, Canada tomorrow and do well there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, uh, right now I'm just, I'm on a couple of lists, but it's just, I got to wait for right. him to get started. So, um, killing time till b- then.
1: Before you did this, so so how, how's things in the Pingree household with money? Good? You're all right? No, nah, we're doing okay. I'm, yeah. We're piecing it right? together. It's I was, tighter.
0: I was tripping, dude, because when I first went to, when I was going to go to paramedic school, my wife and I are like, okay, you're going to quit your job at Troy Lee. You're going to, you know, even if you do something at Racer still, like I'm doing and right. kind of do a little of this and all that, like doing the math, and it wasn't adding up. We're like, we're not going to make enough money to pay our bills. Yeah. And I literally – You're like
1: straight to the streets, honey.
0: No, I, I, we were like, it's not, it's not adding up. You know, uh, the outgo is more than the income. Yeah. What are we going to do? And I, it was like kind of
1: – Sober. We just
0: had to go for it. Yeah. It was weird. Like I just said, we'll figure it out. And then uh, this friend of ours is like, well, we'll help you with your finances, you know, and help – We got on this envelope budget. You ever heard of this where you, you get X amount of dollars for groceries and gas, and you put it in an envelope, and when that cash is gone – it's gone. Like, you can't take any more out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you get this much for entertainment. I'm just thinking
1: about my wife right now. If that envelope was empty, I mean, she'd just be freaking out. She'd just go to the bank and get more money.
0: Well, you can steal from one envelope to the okay. other. But, like, you know, yeah. that money, that's all you get for that. Yeah. That I think it's every two weeks, you know. It works. We're, we're like, doing fine, you know. It works, yeah? Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. We were actually, at one point, we're saving money. Making less than we <laughs> were before. Yeah, yeah. We were saving money. We were putting, you know, 500 a month away for Know, whatever, what, right. whatever
1: yeah. oh, okay all right and so, of course uh he's still on board racer x and and still still doing strong with that yeah. i feel like we need a we need a new pingree ghost through a strange country and race story
0: right you no know, what uh,
1: have we, we ha- I, I guess you've I, been busy so
0: i haven't i haven't been able to do that because of school yeah i would love to put something together right now i need to. it's like i kind of had a uh, um those are a always later, funny was,
1: those are always funny to read
0: when i was doing them yeah I, w- I had promoters contacting me, like, right. "Hey, oh, come do this and do a story on us here," you know. And it was easy to get them. Now I don't, I don't, I don't have any. Uh, I don't even know where I start. Right. I'd love to go do something someplace weird.
1: Yeah. No, I love those stories. Those are always good.
0: I've been riding quite a bit. Like, I mean, I you show totally up go. and
1: some dude would beat you. That you, <laughs> you know, was Iceland yeah, or yeah, Alaska yeah. or
0: whatever. I got beat by a guy in Puerto Rico. That was shouldn't have beat me. <laughs> it's amazing how fast people are when you go to their home track.
1: Well, yeah, except except if you go to Morden, Manitoba. And then you, right. then you put the stomp down. I you did put the beat down on everybody.
0: I did, dominate. But, but that wasn't all. See, you know, if Canada's best was there, I'd have gotten my ass. Down yeah,
1: already. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, still doing that, still doing the Racer X thing. And uh, Troy Lee designs. Well, let's get before we get into that. Um, you're training a couple kids. You're training some just, people.
0: Just one. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't. I, this isn't something that I really pursue. But um, Charles Dow is a buddy of mine who, who trains a lot of guys and. Um, one of the kids he's training, his name is Bryce Valley, and uh, he raced some Supercross last year, but uh, had some injuries. And for all intents and purposes, this would be his rookie year. And uh-huh. Super nice kid, just yep. helping him out and and trying to get him, um, you know, dialed. And it's it's these kids, you know, man. I, I wish I had somebody that I could have hired when I was, right, you know, right. first string pro. And I had well, Randy Lawrence. Well, who yeah, you, me a you little said bit.
1: Randy helped you a lot. He
0: did, he did, but. It's funny how much it's changed because there wasn't – back then it wasn't like – even Randy wasn't like, okay, let's go out. We're going to do a a 15-minute warm-up. We'll do 10 minutes of like sprint laps. Then we're going to do a 6 and a 15. And then at the end of the day, we'll go do a nice recovery ride. And then we're going to do the gym this day. It was just we kind of were winging it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody did that. The only trainer there was was Jeff Spencer. And I I went to him, and he was like – Gave, he gave built me this very generic, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger 1980s bodybuilding <laughs> workout that, you know, by today's standards, you'd laugh at, you know, right, where right. everything now is, um, you know, working the core and, like, yeah. all, all, all hips, over body. Hips, unlocking yeah. your hips. Well, <laughs> we're not even going to get into that. But it's just funny now. there There's so much. The sport has gotten so much more um, specific s- with the way they train. Did you see him on Twitter?
1: Tell Trey he's got to take that bear the bear, bear trap, trap yeah, off? I
0: did. I did.
1: What's he thinking? Bear trap, really? Really, bear trap, Rhino, you're really going to go there? Well. I mean, I'm not saying I believe in the neck braces. We've all had this conversation 800 times, but you're really going to just go on Twitter. Guy just broke his collarbone. You've been there as a factory rider. You know what it's like. And you're going to tell the guy to take off his bear trap?
0: I just want to to know where these people who hate it get all of their... Schooling? They're facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They talk about how, oh, this, this Dr. Liad, you know, where's his research? Where's his studies? Where's yours? <laughs> what the hell are you basing your statement off of?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You know, right. Reed's all, you know, he blames Sharky's well, death he, on it. He it's says like, that
1: he saw an autopsy report that blamed the neck brace for Andrew dying. Now, well, how? What it, does it
0: say about the he, concussion Andrew had yeah, prior to that weekend?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't want to get into it either, but right, I yeah. didn't see the autopsy report. Yeah. I, I, that was the report I got, that he went yeah. to that race with a concussion from right. a prior crash. Right. Does that have anything to do with it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the heads From
0: what up. I've heard about having a brain injury, if you hit your head when you've already got well, one. Well, we can
1: see how the NFL and the NHL, not that you know about the NHL, but the NFL, is, they're big-time clapping down on concussions. Like, Yeah. We've got a wh- in the last two, three years, we've got a whole new thinking on hitting your head and yeah. what you need to do for it. Um anyways, uh get off that topic. Bryce Valley, so you're you're riding, you're you're teaching him So wh- yeah, we
0: we go out a couple times a week and it's wh- everything from What's
1: this guy's potential?
0: Our our goal is to get some top 10s this year, you know, and he's never made a main. So um I don't know. We'll see, you know, like the right. West Coast is actually like looking yeah. pretty stacked. Yeah. Um and from watching him ride, you know, like he he uh, at Milestone, we go out there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He can run right same lap times like with Bogle and those guys when they're can out he? there. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so what do you? But, but
0: you know how it is. I yeah. mean, he, he, that doesn't mean he's going to roll into Anaheim no, and his head's he, not going to explode. He's
1: got the track down at Milestone. He knows what it's going on. It's yeah. a little looser, gooseier.
0: But we uh, you know, I think um, he's a really hard-working kid, and you know, um, nice, just great guy. I, I'm stoked to what, be working with somebody. What like does he that.
1: need to work on? What are you trying to get him to do? Um. I guess the best thing is, is he listening to you? I mean, He is. is, is I mean.
0: No, he, he totally does. Anything we, you know, I, I kind of explain what, I, what, what we're after. And we, if I say, hey, you need to try this, he, he does it right away. Yeah. He, he broke his wrist last year in the whoops. So even though he's a, he's a tall kid, I'm like, dude, the whoops, you should be an animal. Like right. that should be the, the, your best spot on the track. Yeah,
1: you're like, trust me.
0: Yeah, I mean, tr- I've been, take I, it from a guy with no legs. I got like, passed I, by many guys yeah,
1: with long legs. I hate you, guys <laughs> like
0: you, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but he's, he's a little timid going into whoops where he shouldn't be because right. he, he knows what to do. It's just mentally,
1: you know what though, what you said he is, that's what a lot of guys are. Yeah. That's where, I mean, that is where you, mostly where you make or break a race.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's what we worked on a lot of yeah. corner speed. He was, he was doing this thing where he'd kind of skid into his turns. A lot of guys do that too. They steer with their rear wheel, you know, by skidding in. Yeah we We've got him to just drive float, through flow it. through turns yeah. and carve them instead of skidding and then uh you Do you know? break
1: braking before the turn and drive drive through it yeah yeah
0: and um so between whoops and cornering and he's already a great starter mm-hmm. he's uh he wor- he's a doctor d guy, so he's worked with Doug on starts a lot, yeah, and they're good i, I didn't even have to yeah i haven't had to
1: you're always a good them. starter, definitely one of your
0: strengths it's changed a lot though, you know and i I don't know if I like it but the whole start button thing. And obviously four strokes, but it's just—it's very different.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You watch guys do starts now, and it's just—I don't know. There was so much technique before. When, like, you, you watch a guy right now, you put him on tacky dirt without a start button and say, "Okay, do a start." They're a mess. And they're <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, like an yeah, yeah. unfolding lawn chair, yeah. just shit. Legs going everywhere, yeah, wheelie, yeah. and <laughs> it's like that start button. It's just that's okay. It. Yeah. Rev it till you hit the limiter and pop the clutch. You know, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, we should probably. We should like one of the things in Supercar should be okay. Nobody, nobody gets a start button this week. See what happens. Bra, pull it away. Well, least. think
0: about it. You know, yeah. two strokes anyway. Like a two fifty. How much technique and throttle control, clutch control, did you have to have?
1: Yeah, to get over. To get it? off yep. of
0: a line where it's just tacky dirt and yeah. you don't have a start button.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. There was a lot to it. Um, you. So you feel like uh at least it's good. You know he's paying you for your for your services, and you're trying to help him out, and he's doing what you want, and he's listening to you. So it's a really rewarding thing for you, I imagine. Totally is. Like it totally. Is. Because that takes me. Well, before we get into that question, your motocross DVD, uh, one hundred one motocross, uh, help me. Okay.
0: Yeah, motocross one yeah, hundred yeah. one It's
1: like. Um, uh, did you do well with it? Do good with it? We did. Everybody I know who has one loves it. Like I've never heard, and I'm not just saying this because you're here. If I talk to anybody who watched it, they're all saying it was good you
0: know i i'm telling you it is I, I was like stoked with it and actually we didn't kind of do the projected sales we thought we would and i think some of that has to do with the price of it people aren't really buying dvds anymore it's if they can't get it on itunes right now they don't even mess with it
1: or burn it or whatever or
0: burn, yeah it's just yeah. it's it's just different media these days um, but it's still done well i'm i'm not complaining at all and and at the bottom line is i'm i'm totally proud of it i, yeah. I think it came out right and really you made
1: good. money yeah it? Yeah. Oh, yeah you didn't make crusty money
0: no <laughs> no, no. no, no
1: crushed velvet suits
0: no, I won't be you know buying a Kenny Watson car
1: right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but getting back to my uh to my next point, so you're teaching this kid uh bryce Valley and and he's an ex brand goggle athlete so we can is, also yeah. uh, cheer for, for for old bryce there yeah, number ninety number ninety um, at troy Lee though when you were managing troy Lee, one of the things you told me was you felt like Cole Seeley, Baker, Travis Baker, maybe BT, they weren't really listening to you. They were either over you, didn't value what you had to say, and you were like, you know what, it's not,
0: I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah, it wasn't Ben. Ben was great. Um, I
1: nothing actually, against,
0: we're not slagging those guys. It's no, just, no, no, no. I, I had a really good relationship with Ben. the year. I, I think what happened is I got used to the way it was the first year, like with Moss, Bloss, Borky, and Jimmy Albertson. Yeah. Um. There was a time we'd all go to the Honda track, and literally we'd all four do motos together. I'm I'm a big proponent of the team doing motos together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it just it it makes them all push harder. It makes them get used to racing with other guys. It's just it's such an advantage um, when you can just swallow your pride and say, okay, let's let's do motos together. You might get your butt handed to you by your other guys, but you're gonna work harder. You're gonna push harder. You know, Um, nobody wants to be the last guy. No, but you know these guys. Don't want to swallow their pride during the week, then no, no, I'll just I'm gonna ride by myself and you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, okay. And you're gonna show up with nineteen other guys at Anaheim and you're gonna freaking pump up. Yeah. So So anyway, that year we would go out and um those guys just listened to me and we, we made a ton of progress. All those guys had aside from Jimmy who was hurt and he still had his best supercross finish ever. Yeah. They all had the best years of their lives, you know? Like and I I'm not taking credit for that either. That yeah. it was Great team and and everything you know like good mechanics, good everybody, but um, we did make progress at the track you know and those guys would listen to me and, and I would listen to them and I would I you know do anything I could to help them you know and then when when the next year we had Will and uh, he kind of already had his little click mm-hmm. you know he had a uh, Kevin or Federline Fedoro whatever his name is Ryan Fedoro and he had a trainer already and he he kind of had his own little deal and he didn't want to be if i saw something in particular or whatever i could point it out to him and he'd know. okay yeah i know he'd try he listened to me but he was already on his own little trip you yeah. know and so i was like well the whatever. other guys combi- the working. other
1: guys from the year before their combined income was about $300 so oh, they were like <laughs> if you knew what they were making yeah <laughs> it was sad no but i mean like you know Will had money and I had a program and was you know yeah. the other guys were like hey dude help me
0: and I wasn't gonna right, right. I wasn't gonna screw Will's program up if he right. you know he was working hard he was he looked good so I didn't want to mess with it either you know um, but yeah and then Sealy, I actually that year um I worked a lot with Cole and we we made huge progress right. like uh I mean I think Cole'll tell you the same thing we he and I worked because Cole, you know Will had his own thing I worked a lot with Cole and um yeah, he he actually if you remember that year he had some rides where well even San Diego that year he got second. He beat he beat Will. He had some great rides. Yeah. Uh, was that 09? was that.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh 09. Or no. 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 10. No, 9. No, 10. 10. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Anyway, uh, Cole had a breakthrough year that year, you know. Um, so that was great and then BT like I said he was good to work with. So then we went to 2011, and I stayed on with Troy, and I said, hey, you know, I want to just work with the riders. I, I have enough time. I can go right. out with them a couple days a week, kind of like what I'm doing now with Bryce. And I just want to work with them on the riding programs, and on, you know, race day I'll be in the stadium. I can sort of watch right. and relay information. We all work together. And um, it just seemed like uh, it got a little weird, like the mechanics kind of – I just kind of vibed like I was kind of buttoning in and trying to change what they were doing. Right. and um, it just got to be weird. <laughs> and so I, I was like, okay, well, let's yeah. back out of that. So that that's when I kind of It, it, ties it with was kind of
1: like some some people could have perhaps uh, just kept trying to do nothing and collected the money, and you were just like, you know what? This is, I don't want to do it.
0: No, I don't want to do that. I, I don't like right. – especially when it's someone like Troy, who I, I consider a friend of mine. I've had a long working relationship with him. I'm, right. I'm not going to steal his money. You yeah. know what I mean? if um I feel like I can help him, and, and you know we've got a great agreement now. Where, yeah. um, you know, I work with their marketing department a little bit, but, and I feel good about that. Yeah. But, uh, but I told him right away. I said this this isn't working with the team. So, yeah.
1: uh, you know, uh, um, and 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 I know some of the guys on your team, and I hung out with them uh, with and without you around, and there was definitely a few, like I'm in the media, you're in the media, um, and and your team with Blos and Moss. And Borky did really well. And we were talking about you as team manager of the year, talking you up. I mean, you did a good job. Your team came from, you know, you guys did well. So it wasn't – it was half because we know you and, you know, we wanted to talk about something, but half because you legitimately did a really good job. But having said that, later on that season, I got a few comments like, oh, it's all Ping. Didn't you know? It was all Ping who did it, you know? Like they got a little – a little weird because, and it's not like you were going around with a big sign saying "I'm I rule," but in the industry, the way it is, and the way things work, and people read things and listen to things, all of a sudden they were thinking that you know you were the reason why. And of course, it was a whole team and everybody was on it. Yeah. But I got a little bit of that from those guys.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean that's that's a bummer to me, man. Because I went I went out of my way, like I was made a conscious effort to always. Anytime anybody complimented the team, man, you guys are doing really good. You know what, what's right. what's the secret? What are you doing over there? And I was because like, because the
1: year before they had Goose and help me out, uh, uh,
0: Co- Co- Justin Keeney, Corey. Ke- no, Justin Keeney.
1: Justin Keeney, Goose didn't do much. Uh,
0: Gab- Gavin Graysick. Gavin Grasic, yeah, yeah, they struggled. That was their first year, you know, and right. Um, the problem was there like wasn't anyone there. Like the guy running the team at the time came from a road racing background, so they didn't have anyone. Who would race supercross who yeah. knew okay here's how as simple as truck setup you know the right, way the semi right. was set up was terrible and yeah. even when i raced supermoder it was just it was like this is terrible right there was no rider's lounge the lounge was where we changed and yeah, it yeah. was always stinky underwear and socks hanging from the ceiling i'm like that was one of the first things i did when i came there I'm like we need to make this truck more functional yeah. because it doesn't work you know and, stinky and,
1: underwear is not cool
0: well if you you'd laugh if you've seen the way it was so anyway but I, anytime we had I had an interview where I talked to somebody. I was like, man, this, this team is just a great environment. Right. and I wasn't blowing smoke.
1: You guys had like stupid push-up push-up contests
0: we had so much fun together. And that, I think that's what bummed me out more than anything was that first year 09 was like I had more fun that year than in a lot of the years I raced. Right. Just because I had such a great camaraderie with all the riders and mechanics and we we did we if you hung out in those pits, man, it was fun. It yeah. was like yeah. I did. We we goofed around, but then when when you know six forty five right. rolled around, we we got serious and we we did our jobs. So we had fun in between it. You yeah, know? yeah. And um, I don't know. I always thought I did really. Do you think
1: there was some of that though? What I was saying.
0: Oh, I got it big time. I yeah. got that. But right. I, I it bums me out because I man, I swear I never went. Yeah, I'm I'm awesome, and I came over here and just did all this.
1: <laughs> I, I, never I know, but you know, and it didn't help that me and Wygan are going team manager of the year, David. Yeah. I, was, I mean you know. They got to give the award to somebody or whatever, so we just set it, you know.
0: Yeah, well, it definitely rubbed some people the wrong way, because you know, there's guys who those, those guys work hard, all of them. Yeah, they, they don't want to, you know. Right. Yeah. Everybody wants some of the credit, and, and they deserve it. It was, you know, it wasn't all me, but right. That, that's uh, the way it was perceived by some of them. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you you must be happy to see the team where it's got where it's been. Uh, getting Ben Townley was a big deal for you guys.
0: He was, I think he so. Was a front runner. I think so. I mean, I, I dude, I can't tell you how much because his his agent is a lot of work. It's like a finicky girlfriend, you know. I had to just
1: the deal's off. The deal's on. The deal's on. Oh, yeah.
0: He needs this. He, it was just even Mitch told me when I when I first told him, "Hey, I'm thinking about talking to Ben. You know, what yeah. do you think?" Da, da, da. He's like, "Oh." His agent's a lot of work, man. Like he's gonna, you'll get think you got a deal, and then nope, he needs this, not this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how it was. And then even when Ben was here, he's a lot of work, you know. And and I, I'm the type of guy I wanted to give him, hey, whatever you need, man, let's do it. Right. I'll make it happen for yeah. you, you know. Let's let's try to get you happy, because to me, that's when I always rode best when it was when I was happy. Yeah. So yeah. let's do whatever we can do to get these riders happy. If it's, man, I hate my forks. Let's work on it. What do we? Let's go out. You right. know, set up a day with bones. So, but I, I, yeah, I think, you know, we damn near won a four fifty moto.
1: Yeah. yeah. Went
0: from being a team who was struggling to make main events to two mm-hmm. years later, we're winning motos in the four fifty class. Yeah. Big jump.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, it was good. Um, uh, this coming season, let's uh, switch gears a little bit. What do you think? What do you think about this year? Uh, <laughs> our RV looks good to repeat. Stewart, I, I, Stewart's decision to stay at Yamaha, a little questionable for me. Need to see how he does at A1.
0: Yeah. Um, Stewart's... Says a big, the bike was much better. It's Says a big the, question mark because we haven't seen him race in a while. and The
1: bigger question mark is, why does Jeff Ward on this photo I have have who's bad on top of his helmet? Michael Jackson. Why did Wardy do that in 88?
0: Oh, we just switched gears here, didn't we? Well, um, I just... Who's bad? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask Troy. i well, guarantee you Troy Lee painted that. Oh, I
1: guarantee you, yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, you can ask Troy. I'll have to ask him. Exactly. Um uh yeah, so the season. Uh your your guy Kennard's hurt, which sucks. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it does. Um suck. But uh I think Ryan's look I think Villapoto's looking good. Reed got hurt, he just got back into riding, so he's a little bit behind the thing. Plus, I think Reed's coming in with a little bit like, "Hey, I've proved myself." You know, I'm maybe not as hungry as I was when I had no bike and no team, and
0: yeah. So I but think he's got better I, equipment. You no, I, I know much yeah. better equipment.
1: I, I think Reed might be a little complacent. Dungey's on a new bike that I, I that I don't know about, and Stewart I don't know about. Kennard's hurt, so to me, this is also kind of lining up for Ryan Vilopoto.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on paper, you right. you'd look at him and go, "Yeah, this dude's got like more so than last year. Like
1: more so than last year. You know, yeah. last year was like, hey, how's his injuries? How's he doing? Yeah. Um, you know, on all that.' I didn't think this year with sort of the everything around all his other competitors going through some changes and some things, it looks it makes Ryan look better.
0: Yeah, even if he's not made any gains at all since the Monster Cup, like that's a that's the best I've seen anyone look on a motorcycle <laughs> in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that was kind of an outdoorsy track or whatever, but did he not look ridiculous? Like he would be on the throttle before he even got to the turn. Yeah, (laughs) He was already on the gas exiting it. Yeah, Um, And, yeah, you you know, you are factoring in a lot of Reed's got an injury. Dungey's on a new bike. Canards out. Stewart's on a new team. I don't know. new, New
1: team, yeah, with a bike that he, you know, couldn't talk enough crap on, you know, to other people. You know, like, didn't like it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, if the money was the same, let's say, same exact money from a Team Suzuki. He's on a Suzuki. He's on a Suzuki.
1: He's that's on a Suzuki. I don't care what he says or what anybody says, that's the bottom line.
0: Even retweeted tweeted that. He'd rather race a James Stewart on a Yamaha yeah, than yeah. James
1: so Stewart. So I just team. think there's a lot of question marks, you know?
0: So is it going to be a boring season? We just wrap everything up for everybody right now? Yeah, we did.
1: Um, tonight on the show, I'm meeting Eminem right now, trying to stay awake. Ewan Watson. His team's interesting. Is Hill going to come back to where he was or even close?
0: You know, I've watched him. You know, he looks okay. He doesn't look, you know, not the old Josh Hill yet. Um,
1: I suppose just for him, making a main event will be a victory, you know, in a way. A starting point. How how
0: just bummed are you if you're that guy? From where he was, like – that dude was he was really on the brink of being the next big thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. he was beating James Stewart, yeah. racing with Yeah. Brian Dungey. And then he does a backflip for what?
1: And it goes horrible. Yeah. It for ruined, for a gold yeah.
0: medal of the X Games. Uh.
1: Yeah. Um, Hanny? Is this gonna be a year Hanny's pulling together?
0: Doesn't seem like it.
1: No. There's no way. It does. he, he doesn't he doesn't keep it straight for seventeen races. There's no way. He gets hurt or Distracted or something. And, and then they got Kyle Partridge, who, you know, I mean, is a borderline main event guy. Perhaps he'll do better on the new bike and on the new team. But he was a borderline main event guy. Yep. So to me, like, and, and the field's deep. So to me, Watson and Hart are just rolling the dice. Ivan's solid. Ivan's good. You know what we're, gonna, we're not even talking about him. We know
0: what he's going to do. What are you going to get out of Ivan, though? Uh, five to ten. Yeah, yeah, six, seven, eight.
1: Yeah, yeah, but nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm to no. be ashamed over that. No. Um, the other guys though, they're just rolling the dice.
0: I mean, it could they go. Really are.
1: It could go fantastic.
0: Or we could be, <laughs> we could be Anaheim two, and Ivan's the only guy racing.
1: Yeah, easily. Or and, and or maybe Partridge is still racing, but not making mains. He's struggling not making mains. Yeah. So, yeah, very very big risk with that team.
0: <laughs> now, if you want to be optimistic though hanny has got the speed to run at the front. If that guy yeah, gets somehow pull his – let's just say he – I don't know what happens, but he pulls it together like
1: – I don't know what happens. I, I
0: mean, I would take an act of God probably, but his, his personal life, his taxes are paid. He's not getting in fights in bars. He is just – life is good. He's living clean.
1: He can't do that. He brings a drama. But I'm just saying, right, just right, say. Right.
0: Let's say he did, and he's training. He's fit. That dude can run at the front. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe not R V Stewie speed, right. but he can race with Reed. I really believe that. Yeah. He's got the talent to race do with
1: Wyndham. race with Weed. Oh,
0: e- oh, easily race. Beat Wyndham. Yeah. But you know Nobody ever Reed.
1: talks about Wyndham. I don't even talk about Wyndham, but he's just gonna be there. He's gonna be some ra- some weeks he'll be in the mix.
0: You think? I don't know. <laughs> I mean I don't, I don't know, I just said that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I. Probably would have won Houston last year, you know. I mean, first turn crashed by Stewie and Reed. Yeah. Man. But he was on his way. You know. Bud races. Yeah. Come around. Yeah. Uh front nose wheelies. We'll see a lot of nose wheelies. Yep. Opening ceremonies.
0: calf. we can talk about him at all?
1: Uh, no, nope. let's just let's skip over him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be right if we didn't. He's so solid, but he just is so invisible. Brayton. Brayton's gonna be gnarly this year. Yeah, is that? Yeah, is that your that's the. This may be my new guy. This may be my new guy. I'm pulling for. What about Trey? No, oh, I love Trey, but he's not racing. So oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I gotta pick. I gotta cheer for somebody. Right, 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 right. Justin's just—he's a great guy too. Yeah, solid guy, and I'm telling you, he likes that Honda. Yeah. He yeah. gets along really well with that Honda. He
1: uh—he's just one of those guys. He slowly gets better. Nothing major. Not like you're like, whoa, you know, just just getting better. Yeah, working hard, getting yep. better. Um. I've written this and said this, and I'll say it again. I really admire him. He took the one-year deal. He knows is going to be on that team next year. That's, a, that's set in stone unless, you know, disaster happens. But he said, you know what? I don't care. I'll take that one-year deal from you, Kehoe. And, you know, Eric said, hey, if you ride good, we may do a three-man team. You know, you can you can force yourself on this team for 2013. And Justin was like, you know, yeah, JGR, one on the back, no problem, come back, you know. Uh, took less money, one year deal, gonna try to make it happen. I like that. I yeah. admire that. Yeah. Unlike, say, you know, other riders who turn down good rides because they're scared or they don't want, you know, they don't want the pressure.
0: So, it takes a lot of belief in yourself to do that. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm um, just from what I've seen um, him at the test tracks and stuff. Yeah. Wow.
1: Did you read the Nick Way interview online, Racer X today? I didn't. Okay. In it, I asked Nick if he has any regrets about his career. And I said, like, maybe you should have pulled a Pingree in class. Because yeah. he talked about how he maybe wasn't ready. Do you have any regrets about doing that? Do you? Um, I mean, you've talked about it. You've written about it. We've laughed about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wonder if I would have done. You
1: developed a knee problem.
0: if like I w- <laughs>
1: Aaron Bates or Jamie Little.
0: <laughs> I wonder if I would have pulled a Nick way. And, like, in, you know, 2001, just. You know, tried to create my own team out of thin air. And, and I mean, I didn't have the money to do it then. I didn't have – what teams were there in 2001?
1: Right.
0: I think at that point Jeff Emig's team had fizzled and – Right. Big bike team, it wasn't much. No, they're they're just – you know, like now you've got some options, you know. There's Valley, there's, you know, yeah, no Moto Concepts if you get along with the Alessis. There's all kinds of options. If you get along with the Alessis? Um, and, and, you know, some are better than others, but at least at Moto Concepts, you could go, look, Um, I'm getting my way to the race. You know, I got I got a way to get to the races yeah. and, a, a, you know, a mechanic and I don't know. try my best. It was just different back then. It was like, okay, well, if, if you're not going to ride 125s and make, you know, 100 grand this year, right. then you're going to – it's either that or buy your own bikes. Yeah. You know. Budman style. Yeah, Budman style. You buy a box van. Yeah. Pay your way to all this stuff all year. Yeah. On a, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm just asking. For me, I kept doing the best thing that was, that seemed like best for my career.
1: Like, say, like someone buying a Corolla.
0: Just makes sense.
1: Just makes sense.
0: But, you know, (laughs) like you just said with Brayton, you know, maybe I should have bet on myself and just, like, collected all my money that I had and said, okay, I'm going to buy Hondas, I'm going to have Mitch do them, I'm going to get a box van, and I'm going to go race two fifties. Right. You know.
1: Is a little part of you still think about that? Like maybe no, you should, no. I'm okay. so,
0: dude, I'm so over it. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I've really yeah, you're not a
1: guy to hang on to your like what, 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 what once was.
0: I've really just made peace. But I, I did what I did. Yeah. Um. You can look, look at the results and and make a list of guys who've won four Supercross main events or more, and it's a pretty short list. Right. I'm good with that. Well, you know, I you mean, know. I, I've made a short list of, of people. You know, – not A lot of guys have done what I've done. Oh, look at you with your book. so keep, keep talking uh, I just you know yeah, I, I made peace with it i, I do as there regrets I mean of course, like every time I had an injury or th- there's so many things I would have done differently um, but you know, like even the years w- there was years there' are I only h-
1: twenty five riders who have won four or more main events
0: in the history of our sport
1: yes, this record book's a few years old, but so could have a few more guys well, but So
0: see I mean that's not bad, right. Right, I mean, I, I, I can be proud of that. I somehow,
1: would. somehow, I don't know how they rank them, but you're either you're either twenty-fifth all-time in wins or fiftieth. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> you know I don't what? know how you, I'm one or the other, could, but okay. Because
1: you're all tied with four, so you can tell people you're twenty-fifth oh, all-time wins. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how they break the. Th- I don't know how they break the tie.
0: Who else has four? Read off some other names.
1: Andrew Short. No, wait, he has five. Sellers, Jessamine. Mike Brown, Travis Preston, David Villeman, Ryan Hughes, Jimmy Button, Donnie Schmidt, Ron Tischner, Willie
0: Surratt. Not bad company.
1: If you would have just gotten two more, you would have had the same amount as Bradshaw and Emig. Ah, and Reed. Heartbreaker. Yeah, it's right, right there on paper. Should um, I make a comeback? Yeah, I think you should. Um, yeah. So okay, so back to back to what I was going to talk about. Uh, career decisions yeah uh, Tommy Hahn turned down some rides this year I believe for sure with the Butler Brothers uh, the ride that Jimmy Albertson got and I think he turned down somebody else to bet on himself and buy some Hondas and like we said earlier in the show he's out in Texas no one knows what he's doing he's coming to Anaheim hoping to surprise uh, what do you think of that move that's a little different than Brayton betting on yourself on a factory Honda yeah it's a little different <laughs> You know, a couple different versions of betting on yourself.
0: You know, I don't know. Even in, even for him, I'm sure it was. Uh, I'm sure he weighed. Okay, I can go to Moto Concepts, or I can go. I don't know. No, wherever. he was definitely at
1: Moto Concepts. So well, where, yeah. where where right. where right. did
0: he have a deal? Like Butler Brothers. Okay, Butler Brothers. Which, gosh, man, if I'm him, I, I would have probably taken that deal. But um, I, he he must have had a Honda shop who said, "Hey, we'll give you some bikes, or we have a van you could use, or." He didn't just go, okay, nope, I'm going to do it all myself. I don't, you know. He didn't make that decision without having at least plan B sort of scratched out, right? Yeah. Still, it's risky to me. Yeah. I'm, I, I, and I'm going to watch him close this year and see how it goes because. Um, yeah, see how, man, that, see how that works. It's definitely, he's going to spend some money.
1: What about this Michael Essie deal?
0: I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Mike you Mike Genova.
1: Moto Concepts, Tony Alessi, technical director of the team, Mike Jeff Alessi. Somehow, Vince Freeze did a poster shoot on a Red Rock, Rock River Yamaha, as part of the team. But now he's on the Moto Concepts team. Welcome to Motocross, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jake Canada, and I think Tommy Week. Tommy Week. Tommy Week for the West Coast stuff. Out of all those guys, I think I like Jake Canada the best. (laughs) He's pretty solid. He had some surprise rides last year. Good last name, too. Oh boy! Um, but how's that going to work? I don't know. We talked about it tonight on the show. I'm uh, I'm a little skeptical of the bikes, the, the direction of the
0: bikes. Who's doing their stuff? Do you know? Does anybody know? Terry Varner. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. And he's riding a. It's a Suzuki, but it's they it's don't a, want. Yeah, it's an MCR four hundred and fifty.
1: Like, let's say, let's just. I know this is crazy talk. But let's say Tony needs some help with the bikes. I know it's crazy talk.
0: I uh, guess he can do it himself for sure. A, and you
1: go over to Mike Webb and you say, Mike, got an issue with the bike. We're learning. What do what, what you ride, Tony? Uh, oh, I thought you were on an MCR. Oh, yeah, we don't have MCRs over here. We have RMZs. Uh, beat it. You know what I mean? That's a bad move. Hey, OEMs, hey, let me poop on you. Hey, I just pooped on you. I don't think that's a good move. I know Mike Genova, the owner, may be a little upset that he didn't get OEM support, you know, from, from, from somebody or anybody, and he's finally fed up. Still not a good move.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to do the political thing you got to play the
1: game. Now, maybe they don't need any problems. Maybe they have the bike down perfect. They're not going to need any help. They're not going to need any parts. They're not going to need anything.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Even <laughs> if they need it, they're not gonna get it. So right. no point in even complaining about it really. Yeah.
1: So to me I'm just like, What are you guys doing? So you
0: know? more important to me, I mean you, you can make those things run pretty dang good. Who's doing the chassis stuff? Who's doing their suspension? Who's who do they I, have I, over I, there helping develop that motorcycle for him?
1: I don't know. I think M B one suspension. That Eden M&M?
0: Um Batista's good. I mean they could Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, well, if, if he's committing to go out and spend a lot of time with them, Right, would be all right. But if I'm Mike, honestly, I just I, don't, I just want to be getting through Supercross healthy yeah, and really ramp it up for outdoors and, like, make all a right. run at that. Right? But I mean.
1: Did you happen to read the – I know you're not a vital MX guy, but uh, did you happen to read the thread with the David Villeman and Jeff, Jeff Alessi? Uh-uh. Skull. What is it? Uh, David Villaman took a, a a thin shot at Photo um, Concepts. You know, he was the manager. Yeah. Wasn't anything big. Just took a little dig at him, you know, kind of said something. Jeff Alessi just blew him out of the water, just with a cannon. Just, he's old and slow and fat. And when he couldn't, he had to get out of the sport because he got too slow. The riders advanced too much. And why you got to talk shit? I mean, just, DV's pea shooter was answered with an atomic bomb. Yeah, then I got some more personal stuff. You know, when it kind of went back and forth a little bit, even more personal stuff. I mean, it was just, I mean, just unbelievable. This wow. Message sports. Yeah, uh, it was. It was good. It was good. Anyways, um,
0: you know, a uh, lot of two-stroke fans on Vital.
1: A lot of two-stroke fans.
0: I like that. That's one thing we have in common.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can have this argument again if you want. I mean, I'm ready. I, 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 mean, I got nothing against two strokes, nothing against them. They were fun. They were cool. You don't think they had their place? Okay. You got me on the. You got me on the kid jumping from an eighty. Yeah. To a two fifty f. I'll give you
0: that. Yeah. Give what about that. the racing? We talked about this tonight. We watched ninety five San Jose, and you and I sat there and watched battles go back and forth and back and forth because yeah. guys were making mistakes.
1: I think the, the racing has gotten worse. I think the racing in supercross has gotten worse.
0: Outdoors, you think? Uh, other guys? Yeah,
1: I see. I see. No, not a lot of change outdoors. Whatever. You know, there's good. Oh, it's good no, back in the day. It. It's good now. You know,
0: more mistakes. More mistakes equals more passing. Yeah. In more supercross, absolutely.
1: And no, and now you got the guys coming around a turn and going 4 4 and left, and they, then they go 3 4, and they never make mistakes. It's all super easy. Anybody can jump them. The racing has gotten worse. My whole point with that, though, is that. They're here. Like, we all voted we wanted four strokes. They're here. They're here to stay. Yeah. They're, they're what sells. Um, I know, but. All you guys just beating the drum is just ridiculous. I,
0: I, and I, I know it gets, it's old, and I, I'm not, it's not like I'm, you know, posting up stuff. I, I ride one. I have a 450 and a 125. Um, the thing I worry about is that I, I almost feel like they need to bring them back. Don't develop them anymore. Leave them as they are. Just bring them back and just sell them that 05 model. That's it. Just keep it at a price point. Right. So yeah. that people can get into the sport, you know, like give them an option to get in right. because Well,
1: that's what I was telling you though, like a YZ 250 only 800 bucks cheaper. I know, cheaper. but see they
0: got the price all jacked up. Right. It's, it's, right. Okay, well, hey, what what was the price in 05, you know? I mean Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Adjust for inflation and then yeah. that's your new price. Right. Not $500 less than a 450. I mean, right. come on.
1: No, nah, yeah, uh, I'm with you. That part doesn't make any sense. I it's just you. I
0: feel like this, I'm, I'm scared because this sport is going to price itself right out of existence. Nine, $8,000, eight, $9,000 for a new bike? But I if mean, we had
1: I never seen four strokes, a new 250 would be eight, $9,000. You think? Sure. Why not? They're doing it. They're managing to do it. They went up almost every year, and all they had was bold new graphics and some suspension revalving. And one year they would move the cylinder ports up, and one year they'd move them down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they would jump up in price every year. You know?
0: I just feel like this is a maybe not as much, but largely this is a very and I don't mean this is a diss but it's a very poor sport. You know, I mean we're not Right. We're not playing polo. Everybody, you know, it's yeah. a it's a yeah. middle class nice. working families, you know. Yeah. By, how, so how does how do you go, hey, you know, I wanna take little Skippy here and we're gonna go start racing motorcycles. I'm gonna pick myself up a four fifty and I'm gonna get him an eighty. You know, and I'm in twelve grand by the time I get bikes and yeah. gear, and yeah. who can do no, that? No, trust me. Oh, and now I need a trailer or a truck. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I traveled the the America working for Parts Unlimited years ago. Trying to sell pipes, and I heard all about you know how expensive everything is and how nuts it is. And you're right, but that's just. I mean, it's more money to play hockey now than it was. You know, what I mean, it's more money to play football. Equipment. Yeah, I mean, registration I, I, I fees. Understand. You know what I mean? There's, like all that stuff. There, it's just, just that's what we're what, that's what we're going through. But we're. If four, strokes had never, if four strokes had never been invented, screw you, Doug Henry.
0: Uh, and what year was that? 95, five, six? 97. I just stepped on your dog's face. <laughs> 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 he's running at my feet. I can know. Uh, yeah, it's Fred. He didn't even move. Nah, he's good. Uh, what, what was the price of a new 250 back then? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. But we can't here's my them. point. Okay.
1: They were, they were so much the same bikes every year. It, that you could argue that that was killing the sport. Like they were so the same bike, there was nothing new being developed, and it was like, oh, hey, look at Suzuki put rental bars on. Wow, wow,
0: yeah, you know, and they had kind of hit a, a, they had kind of hit a, apathy, a cap of what they could do. Apathy
1: kills a sport too, you know, and, and, and no interest. And four strokes, uh, you know, were well for a while they were not a whole lot of technology. They are now at the point. Where they're getting ignition curves and direct injection and, and fuel injection. And I mean, they're just getting really bitching. Yeah. One cam, you know what I mean? Like instead of two, the models are slimming up, we're losing weight. Still pretty heavy, but they're, 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 there's like real technology there. Yeah. We we'd hit a spot where the two. Can you imagine if there's no four strokes? I mean, what, what would the bikes be? What would they do? They've gotten. Mitch is like, oh, fire up the pipe stamper. For YZ250, you know what I mean? Like, all that stuff. Like yeah. The sport had kind of hit a, a little bit of a dead end, too. The four-strokes kind of invigorated the sport. It's caused people to go out and buy, buy things. Caused people to, you know. Also, four-strokes, uh, and this is bad, but good. Uh, hard, to ri- hard to ride a 252-stroke around a track and jump things and, you know, yeah. and, and, and ride the way. 454-stroke? Four,
0: it definitely made it easier so to ride. Screw it,
1: I can clear, yeah. I can clear my, the, the jumps all day long. I can be lazy, but that also is more fun. You know what I mean? Like you're a better rider. Yeah, you're yeah, more, I hear more you. More fun. I hear you. So I mean, I, I'm not throwing two strokes right on the bus, but there's you, definitely things that all oh, you kooks, I mean, you people haven't thought about.
0: You know? You, you make a good argument. So I, I don't know. It's just, uh, uh, you know, and also too, like, you know, what needs to happen. I worked. This dumbass economy needs to just get better. That was everything. I'm not getting
1: into politics with you. Let's do I it. know nothing about politics. What do
0: you know about Kim Jong il dying? Yeah. Let's talk about that's it. That's good. I think it is good.
1: But now his but son's yeah, just going to rule, so what does it matter? Yeah. Uh, we got Obama, or Obama. We got Osama. We got Saddam. Kim Jong il.
0: It's been a good year.
1: Some real bad dudes left the earth, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, here's another thing. Like, I was ground zero. At KTM and Yamaha, and working, and I'm not saying that Keith McCarty was pulling me into top secret meetings, but I was working at OEMs when all this four strokes, two strokes were going on. And you know, I kind of, I mean, people like to talk about this big conspiracy. There, there is one. There was none. The conspiracy was give the customer what they want, and they're selling the shit out of YZF 450s and KTM 520s. You know what I mean? Give people that. That's what they want. Yeah. So they were just giving people what they wanted, man. That's it. They were, you know. I
0: don't know. They wanted change. They wanted hope. They want, yeah. We they can, got it. Now, we, are they happy with it? We can. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Yes, we can build you so, four fifty. Okay,
1: switching to politics. Who's gonna? Are you a Republican guy? Who Who oh, do you yeah. like?
0: Of course. Well, who do you like out of these two idiots? I'm a conservative. I wouldn't say there's any conservative Republicans even running. Really. They're, Sadly, they're both.
1: They're, they're bo- they <laughs> seem like, from what I know, they seem like they're both going to get torn apart. Like they're not leaders.
0: Romney, this guy—he's probably going to get it just because it's probably the—he's the best, best. of the worst. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a, the New Jersey governor Chris Christie. If I could pick someone to run, that'd be the dude. That guy's on it, and and, and I mean I've got reasons to not like him because he's he's really against unions and things like that, and I'm trying to get a job, you know, in an industry that is union based, but. Uh, at this point, you got to look at the well-being of this country. You know, not just economy for motorcycles, but my kids. You know, and down the road, it's scary where it's going. So it's scary the debt we have to China. If
1: uh, we had a different president, uh, who ran against Obama, I don't even know.
0: Back when, Uh when he, when oh, uh, McCain. Four years ago.
1: Okay, would the country be in any better shape? Shh. I don't think so. Just no, like Clinton I, gets a lot of, just like Clinton so, gets a lot of uh, uh, publicity because of the economy. Kind of turn around under his watch, and Reagan got a lot in the early '80s. I watched a fascinating documentary on Ronald Reagan on HBO. Incredible documentary on Ronald Reagan's life as yeah. president.
0: And what they s- his his
1: trickle good. down economics theory was terrible. It it just didn't work. It helped the it helped the 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 higher the upper class. That's that's what helped big who, corporations. Who,
0: who made this documentary? Michael Moore?
1: No, no, no. They had economics talk, but here but they said some good things about it. The, you know, he got a lot of credit for the Iranian hostages getting released, but he had nothing really to do with it. Then his, the economy started coming back after the late '70s gas oil crisis. And even though his economic theory didn't work, and the, the country was never in debt until Reagan took over, we had, we, Until Reagan took over, the country was never did not have a debt. We were on a plus side. But it didn't matter. Reagan was there. country got better, and he gets a lot of credit today turning around the country when people were like hey, it actually he really didn't but you know we kind of turned around Clinton got a lot of uh, press for turning the country around but the same thing we just out of the 90s we kind of started climbing back up
0: yeah some of it you're you know you, you're given what you're given you know people yeah. will blame Bush for screwing it up but you know between Katrina and the war and there was a lot of things going against him there you know what I'm saying and yeah Obama didn't get handed a, a great economy but the way he tried to my own opinion you know throw good money down a hole after bad money our, our debt now is like astronomical who, i just who cares I, about the debt i'd rather really yeah i don't know uh, it's just i mean is that how you run your house here like no you guys in like hundreds and hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars with the debt i mean no, at some point no, don't you but, have to go okay here's how much we're making and then this is but the thing. But nothing's going to so change. The
1: U.S. is just a is a is a ginormous
0: you have co- country. A I lot mean, of it is gonna, based you know? on consumer confidence. People aren't going to spend if they're afraid that the whole world's going to end. Uh-huh. We need to get our, our crap in order. I would rather see I'd rather see Donald Trump run. That crazy bastard with weird hair. I think he'd do a better job than anyone that Republicans right now have on the table who, or anyone else.
1: Who's the asswipe who bailed out the banks?
0: Oh, I don't know. They should send that guy to North Korea and just. Was
1: that Obama or was that Bush? That was. I mean, these banks were just greedy, <sighs> and approving loans for people who couldn't afford them, and then they said, "Yeah, holy shit, nobody's paying. We're broke," and we gave them. And these CEOs are collecting these bonuses.
0: And they're well, cl- they're, typically, they're, they're, you know, it typically it it's that. a it's a it's a liberal mindset to say no. Th- these people deserve to have a home. Never mind that they don't have a job where they can afford it. Let's right, everyone right. deserves this American dream. So let's, let's let let's lower the standards for who can get, uh, qualify for a loan. Well, that's not that's really. That's kind of where things went sideways. But that's the subprime the banks'
1: line. fault. That's not the Republican. Well, way.
0: the banks were forced to do that.
1: Okay. See, I never heard that yeah.
0: before. There's a, it, it's a it's a it's a it's mess because right. there's people on both sides of the aisle. I'm I'm not just like Republicans are always right because there's a lot of scummy, slimy, greedy Republicans.
1: But, right. Right. Um, I, I'm not very well politically versed But that makes me upset That those banks Gave the money out To people uh, who they knew couldn't I mean when I bought my house Just for an example I bought my house I was living in California Left Yamaha was Trying to buy a house I had a Bro Real estate agent <laughs> Do you know who I mean? No Worked at Troy Lee for a while I think Or knew people at Troy Lee
0: oh, I want to know who it is
1: I forget his name. I tell you. I don't Uh-oh. care. Okay. I got approved for, with my income and everything else, I got approved for like a $350,000 mortgage. That's what I could afford. Okay. This guy was, and I said, hey, I don't know anything about buying a house. First time home buyer. Dude, help me out. Yeah. This, this was a bro, a bro, a bro. And this guy's like, dude, you, $350,000? Uh, that ain't shit. I'll get you in a $700,000 home. You know, you pay interest only. You know, you're, <laughs> you're good. And I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm stupid. On that kind of stuff. I'm Canadian, so I'm a little slow. But even in my brain, you're going, wait a minute. I, I'm like, wait a minute here. If I'm not paying on the principal, that doesn't seem. But you know how many, how many people did take advantage of And he of that.
0: really tried to sell you on that. Yes,
1: he did. Because he gets a bigger nut,
0: right? Oh, absolutely.
1: God. He was like, because I was looking at, you know, I was getting frustrated because I'm looking at condos, and at this time, the market was super strong. And I'm looking at condos, and, and, and I'm just like, man, this sucks. Like $300,000 is a lot of money. I even, you know, and he's just like, dude, I can get you to 700000 Everyone's doing it. It all works out, dude. Don't worry, bro. You know, just, what, you like that house on the hill? Yeah, you can have that. And yeah. I'm just like, nah, that doesn't seem right. That's what we were doing. Everyone yeah. was doing that. Yeah. When the interest <sighs> rates went up, people couldn't afford the payments. <sighs> See you later.
0: Yeah. I remember so. sitting on my toilet. Reading a magazine that said, Is the housing bubble about to pop? And I had an investment property I bought over in Phoenix. And I'm like, Now oh, they're saying it's probably not gonna and I could have sold then. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. And I got soaked on that thing. You still have it? Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and my crazy old wacky dad, who I barely talked to, was telling me when I was buying a house for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, was telling me, Son, you're crazy. I've been there in the in the early eighties. Do not pay that much for those houses. It will crash. I'm telling you. And I'm like, Is that a- this house? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, old man. I'm tired of living in an apartment. You know, you stick your knowledge up your ass. He was right. He uh. was right. I bought the house. This house was listed for uh, 350 I got it for 300 I was like, pumped. You know, I got a lesson. And it is now worth 170 uh. You know, $150. Um, It's a nice house. It's changed the way. Vouch for my house. It's a
0: a super nice house. This whole thing has changed the way we, uh, you know, like a home isn't an investment anymore.
1: No. Yeah.
0: It's just this is where you live and you pay for it like you, you know. No, I know. Pay for anything else.
1: Trust me, i got to be here a long time for this and come back.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: But, Uh, you know, anyways, my crazy old man telling me, yeah, son, been there in the early 80s. It all fell apart.
0: I lost lost money on two real estate deals. One was uh, like a commercial property and one was that home property. And I'm like, I, I after the last one, I said, "All right, that is it." Like, I am going back to my grandpa's theory. You know, he went through the Great Depression, so he or was Larry like. Larry Ward's theory. I don't know. Big, sleep with your buddy's <laughs> girlfriends. I don't know what his theory. Is. <laughs> no,
1: his theory was just bury his money in his backyard.
0: I'm telling you, he had
1: tins of money from his Euro Supercrosses all in the backyard.
0: Just go back to the other theory. It wasn't savings. so bad either. though. Huh? Sleep with
1: your buddy's girlfriends. Yeah,
0: that was his theory a lot. Um. Oh, man, just that old-school mentality of, you know, (laughs) blue-chip stocks, put it in a bank, save it, put it in a safe, if you know. Right. This whole get-rich-quick thing, man, wrecked a lot of people.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. Um, All right, with that, you want to wrap up?
0: (laughs) Whatever, dude. We talked about
1: a lot of stuff, so. um.
0: Let's go. Let's go pull an all-nighter. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just keep talking. <laughs> By the end, I'll just be like, eh. "And I, and I said, Oh yeah,' like the Kool Aid man, right? Whatever is that? What it'll be?
0: What else? We we had some other stuff on the list. What do you got?
1: Um, uh, are you
0: delirious? What is it? One in the morning? One thirty?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's one thirty. Um, racing now versus yesterday.
0: Oh yeah, versus
1: back in the day, and. Something about chicks. I dude, got chicks you've,
0: you've got a Speaking of racing yesterday, I appreciate nostalgia like anybody. Yeah. And you cruise in here, and yeah. I see a dog or photo and Wardy. Yeah. Uh, some Canadian dude. Don't you ever say that about football pizza? But it's like, all right, that's cool. I went into your bathroom, and there's a March 1990 motocross action on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. You got to bring it around.
1: Dude, I read old magazines. Yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm pathetic. Sorry. No. Nah. I like reading huh? them. The more huh? you learn, hey, what did our what did our our, our fathers say? Uh, if you, the more you don't know about history, the more you're doomed to repeat it. Something like that. Here's my history. Sometimes I get good articles for I get ideas for stories out of those old magazines. Where I'm like, hey, I could do this now. You know, no one would know. Jody Weisel's not going <laughs> to call me up and say I did that in '84. I just noticed this month on MXA I got an MXA, my brother bought one I never read them anymore My brother bought one, and I was leaving from Canada And I took it, because he left it at the house, my mom's house I took it on the plane with me, so I read it I don't know if it's just a Very bizarre coincidence Jody ran his Father's Day column For the third or fourth time In this issue Oh yeah? Yeah. I don't know like if the well is dry there Or what but I'm like, you can't tell me that I just happened to pick up a random motocross action, and he is running the same column that I've read two or three times in these magazines behind you.
0: What do you mean, like word for word?
1: Word for word. Same column.
0: Copy and paste.
1: Yeah, copy and paste. And It doesn't even say, like, this column was printed before or anything. It's a good column. It's about your father.
0: Well, how, how long has he been doing it? I mean, Since he Since
1: 83, 84, I think. He a was long
0: there. time, dude. Yeah, a lot of words. At some point you just go, I I got nothing else. I've yeah. said everything I'm gonna say.
1: <laughs> I, I'm I think I'm there now. <laughs> because since Timmy retired, I don't got a whole lot.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Yeah. Uh uh What do you what let's talk about that a little bit. What do you make about um uh you know, I, I went through something earlier. Will Hahn was very upset at me for, for something I, I, I wrote on Twitter. Carmichael does not like me, doesn't wanna do the show. Hanny and he's not coming. I mean, what do you do? You, uh, do you have anybody like that?
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean. Brock, uh, Brock Tickle and I will not be pals. <laughs> Jake, Jake Weimer. Weimer doesn't like me, right? How do you feel about that? Does just it bug funny. you at all? Well, uh, the thing with Tickle doesn't because I, I'm not, he and I will never be pals unless you know he would have to really rectify some things. But like with Weimer, I, I just roll my eyes, it's like. He's just mad because I was right about something, really. I wasn't even bagging on him. You know, I, I made a joke. It all started because I made a joke about his girlfriend. It was really not even that big of a deal. Yeah. And then it just, you know.
1: Yeah. Townley doesn't like me either. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Townley's, I made some jokes about him getting hurt all the time and needing bubble wrap. Yeah. So,
0: there's the not. writers are sensitive. And I I mean, I know. I, I got, you know, the story about when I first was started working with Weege. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> did not like YGAT. It's
0: funny now, but, yeah, right. He, you know, he, he got his facts wrong and made a joke about me, and I went, just ape on him. I mean, like, <laughs> um, you, no. you, you know, yeah. you, these guys are emotionally invested in what they're doing. I mean, that's their life. That's their yeah. everything right now. So yeah. I get that they're sensitive about it when it's about racing or about their career. Yeah, yeah. It's about your skanky girlfriend. I'm sorry. I don't really. Have a lot of <laughs> well,
1: yeah. It's uh, it's just something that we got to deal with. I guess you know what though. I I'd rather be in my position or your position, than be like a few some other guys in the industry who don't write anything but positive stuff, and everybody loves them, and they just do generic stuff. Like I I would rather just follow my sword, be opinionated one way or another, and have stand for something than just stand for nothing.
0: It's really hard though because you know you're. Uh, you know, and for me, I don't even do a lot of interviews. You still, like, interview a lot of guys yeah. and really do, you know, podcasts and stuff. Yeah. For the, I, my, the stuff I write is more uh, subjective, and I'm sort of just a pundit on it, you know? Yeah. So I can't really even afford to not have any of them like me. That's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, but even still, I don't want to be a jerk just to be a jerk. Right. If If there's something that needs to be said, I'm usually, I'm all right to say it. Yeah. But – Still you gotta walk through the pits and these guys are there. It's such a small little industry. You make one guy mad and then his friend and then he gets mad and it's like high school, you know. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went, you know, we had that Brodocross guy on him. I'll dude just stay anonymous. Keep it to where you can walk through the pits and no one knows you. Yeah. And then you can say whatever you want, and you'll be golden because no one else can do that. No one else will. Yeah.
1: No, it's good. Yeah, he should you he should take your advice.
0: I don't know. It it is a fine line. You want to say whatever you want. You want to say how it is. Period. Yeah. But at the same time, not blow your toes off yeah. yourself. Yeah. But. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'd rather I'd rather do something and be wrong, maybe, and not necessarily be right, but do something and uh, and maybe make some ruffle some feathers, make a few enemies, but at least you know you're like in your heart, you're like saying the way you feel, and if you can look at that person, if they ever confronted you and tell them, hey, this is what I feel, and this is why I feel it. And this is why I wrote that. Then you're fine. You know what I mean? Then yeah. and if the if the guy can't take it and doesn't want to talk to you, yeah. Like why always amazed at how like it doesn't bother me. Cuz it really doesn't. Like I'm just like
0: eh. we just likes like yeah. everything to be kosher with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Weege will tell four different people yes. <laughs> because you know what I mean, to make everybody happy like oh. I about looped out. You all right? Well, yeah. you scared Fred. I did. He Sorry, off. Fred. Um uh yeah, he'll tell, I mean, whatever, like, he'll just say yes, 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 because he just wants everybody to be be cool, yeah. you know, and I bug him, I give him shit of that all the time, but, like, Dean Wilson didn't like him, and he was just, for something, couldn't he, take it. Oh, he's just, They're good now, they're all fine, he said a few things on TV or whatever, but, you know, and then, of course, I didn't help, because Wilson made a joke to me about him, so I just, you know, immediately just plunged that knife into Wygant. Oh, yeah. You know, but... uh I'm okay with it. I'm like whatever, yeah. You know what? Yeah, people give me shit like, "Ah, oh, you can't get Carmichael on your show." Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it does not bother me. I know the way I feel
0: is the way I feel,
1: and you know that's... Well, What's your beef
0: with Ricky? I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, it goes back to when I was working for Timmy.
0: Uh, Timmy and him weren't weren't buddies, and surprises me because they're both Florida guys. Yeah, was uh, that whole Salt Lake thing—that pretty much. That was said.
1: it. There's some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 and of course, Red Dog's one of my good friends. I just took his back and. Yeah, you know it's the way it is.
0: So. so, so Ricky and Timmy are friends still.
1: They're okay now, I think. Yeah, okay. they're fine. Yeah, but then I wrote a few articles like saying that McGrath, but he wasn't the goat. That McGrath was the goat, and I heard that he got him upset. You know. One time I asked Scott Taylor, uh, who was his buddy for Fox Racing, for a jersey for a kid who really got paralyzed. Um, I, I'm not into those jersey things. I don't go and do that. But this was a good friend of a friend, got paralyzed, had an auction for him. And I'm like, man, I, I hate to do this, but. You know and I and again I didn't talk to Ricky I talked to Scott Taylor and I just said uh, you know hey can I get can I get a jersey for this guy like and Scott Taylor's just like yeah R- Ricky Ricky's not gonna do anything with you he's just not gonna he's not gonna do anything with you and then I'm just like what like this was after Timmy re- I had already been in the media side of things you yeah I was like wow okay that's where we're at Wow yeah and I don't know if that was Ricky's decision I have no idea Scott you know I didn't deal with him it could be just Scott Taylor being that way Anyways, kind of surprised me. I was like, wow, jeez, okay. <laughs> Who knew? Um, so, All right, bud. Let's wrap this thing up. I'm tired. It's 20 to 2. You're a
0: pussy. Whatever, dude. I'll stay up all night. Where's the energy drinks?
1: Uh, right behind you. <sighs> oh. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to btosports.com, Racer X Podcast. It's 20 to 2. I'm going to bed. Thanks, Ping, for, for coming by
0: in the fun. studio. Yep
1: been great and uh thanks everybody for listening see ya thanks for listening to this episode of the steve mathis show search pulp mx in the itunes store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the pulp mx app for your iphone for the complete pulp mx fix